in the record because I want to feed the dogs real quick. What's up, Gaines Nation? What it do, baby? Um, I I'll just kind of go into uh, an update since we were gone last week. So thank you guys for uh, you know making sure you supporting the Gaines podcast. Uh, we were off last week because uh, my wife and I moved back to the IL. Um, that's Illinois, um, if you didn't know what the abbreviation for Illinois was for. Um, it's about 24 hours of a drive. Um, the drive took about 30 hours in total with stops because we had my dog with us, and then my buddy drove with me, and my wife flew back. But um, it took about 30 hours. Um, we did it straight 30 hours. I managed to get pulled over once, uh, but we made the trip. None of us, none of us got hurt. The, you know, the truck and the trailer was fine. The gains were there. Honestly, um, so I didn't buy a lot of snacks. I was just buying a bunch of like meal, like, I guess like sandwiches and like meals, like every gas station stop. Um, and dude, I don't know if it's being awake. Oh, by the way, I got pulled over, but we were going six over, but the Oklahoma police officer let us go. So no ticket here. Um, I know I said that and people were like, well, did you at least get a ticket? You know, but no, I, we, they were like doing something where like they're pulling people over with like U-Hauls and like semi-trucks, like making sure like people are safe, like going the speed limit. I think it's malarkey, but he called us cool. And then like, he's like, I'm going to let you guys go. Don't worry. I just need to put, like get down and take down your information. I'm like, okay. Like, sounds good. Uh, but anyways, uh, being up for, so I didn't even go to bed until, f- so we got in around like 3 or 4 p.m. Friday. And at that point, probably awake for probably over 30 hours. And I didn't go to bed till like 9.30 p.m. I just didn't want to mess up my sleep cycle. Like, yeah, I could have went to bed at like 5 p.m. And then woke up at like 6, 7 a.m. But, um. You know, I just didn't want to mess things up, and I was like, you know what, let me just, you know, suffer just a little bit more, and then I went to bed around, like, the same time I usually do, um, but you know what's crazy about it, to the beginning point, I was to say, like, two minutes ago, um, throughout that 30 hours of being awake and, like, driving, because I drove the whole time, and my buddy didn't drive at all, and I drove the truck for that 24 hour. yeah, 100% me, um, yeah, and he said... Yeah, he said the passenger seat. You know, I'm telling you, man, there, there's something in me. I'm, I don't know. There's something in me that's crazy, but it's all good. Um, but I was, like, hungry. Pr- like, so we try to, like, not stop, like, every – we only stop, like, every four to five hours. Um, but you know what's crazy about being awake that long? Your body, like, just, like, is, like – I don't know. It's, like, fun survival and I was like starving at like every stop and like you know we had some snacks like prepared like in a bag but like you know like when it's when like something like like this where I didn't want to record food and like um I didn't want to worry about like eating um like too much or looking at too much because like when you're driving for that long like it's easy to buy a big bag of Doritos and eat a whole bag of Doritos right so every stop like all I did was order like a chicken sandwich or like, um, you know, like a protein bar or a protein shake, which protein shakes at the gas station are flipping expensive. Like 40 grams of protein was like five or six bucks. And I'm like, holy dude, if I do two scoops of protein for 50 grams of protein at home at like a powder-based protein and just mix it on myself, 
it probably cost me like two dollars, not even like half the price. And um, but besides the fact is, I was trying to eat like whole foods the whole time, and every time, like, dude, I was just starving every stop. Like, there, like maybe that, like, the only time I was like feeling tired was like six hours out of Chicago, and like after I got like. Like, cause you know, I obviously didn't eat the best or eat like the, the, you know, my normal food, but like I had like a McGriddle and a hash brown from McDonald's after I finished that and drank a bunch of like, uh, salt and water. Like, dude, I was like, I was like wide awake. So it's like, I don't know what it was, but I was like starving like every, t- every time we stopped. And I don't know if it's be- maybe the energy spent on like paying attention and concentrating, like and like we would we would walk the dog like every stop too so she wouldn't be like anxious or like restless so she'd be pretty tired like every time we stop but like it was like crazy roman like how hungry i was does that make sense yeah yeah for sure i feel like that a similar thing happened to me on my drive back from chicago and that drive was only we did like 12 or 13 hours the first day and the second day we did like eight hours nine hours something like that and you were just like consistently eating the whole time? Not the whole time, but I fe- I felt like I was hungry a lot. Like you were saying like bags of chips. I got those um, Snyder's like Buffalo bites and I just absolutely like, demolished them. Like I, I-, I split them yeah, up. Yeah, I didn't get any of those. See, I didn't get any of those at all. That's why I was, I, that's why I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to get like chicken sandwiches or like, uh, you know, like a McGriddle. Like I didn't want to get like full on like bags of stuff. That's smart, buddy um also too like uh like also um the bag of carrots i brought was pretty clutch like i brought like a big bag of carrots and i was just munching on carrots like here there uh and then uh yeah i uh i brought uh caffeine pills too just in case um i needed them and i did pop like two of them so i had like four and also two guys uh i wouldn't suggest this at home but (laughs) if you want to know I didn't take about 1.2 grams of caffeine within the 30 hours. So that's uh, obviously 1,200 milligrams of caffeine. So oh if you think about it, uh, wood scooter pre-workout's like 150 to 200 milligrams, about 10 times that amount. Right? 10 times? Or- uh, that's like what I probably consume in like eight days. <laughs> Dude, me too. I told you. Like most of the time... I drink like maybe like one cup of coffee like a day in like we're talking like I usually train like morning afternoon and like I'll have the coffee before then and like be good like the rest of the day I might have like a diet pop which has like 50 milligrams of caffeine afterwards that's about it you so, you must have your anxiety must have been through the freaking roof there there was a point in time where my rate was pretty high when just sitting there and um is like see the thing is like um the the truck was about 15 feet long and then the trailer i'd say it was about 10 to 12 feet long so we're talking like a vehicle that is like 25 foot plus so um i don't drive those often i feel like a lot of our listeners probably don't drive those often unless you're like a semi-truck driver so um but you know what it's everyone on the road is nice. um semi-trucks like at night were like flashing their lights like, because they were, like, saying, like, hey, you're clear to, like, pass me type deal. Um, because there's, like, two-lane highways pretty much the whole way through. So, like, semi-trucks are really nice to me. Um, and, yeah. 
and I did, yeah. But either way, I'm back at the gym, buddy. I uh, because I have uh, we we mentioned it before, but like if you guys have Blue Cross Blue Shield or a certain health insurance, make sure to check out to see if you have like a um, membership status with your insurance, because um, for twenty five bucks a month, like I I pay the insurance. And there's a list of gyms you type code. It tells you what gyms that are located on there that are program. And you pay that flat $25 a month. And I think they have stages now where it's like 19, 29, and 39 now. Um, but there's a certain amount of gyms that are on there. Go to any of them as long as you show um, your identification card, like your state ID or license. And then you show them that membership ID number and you're in the system. So um, I was already uh, a member at one of the gyms nearby where I'm living right now. But uh, over this course of the week, I did sign up for two more gyms. So now I have access to three gyms within like five or 10 minutes of where I'm living. Um, so I actually caught a lift with my brother for the first time in like two, three years um, because he goes to like a rec gym like 10 minutes away. And then um, my wife and I, um, she wants to work out at the gym like closer by to here at another rec center to this village and we signed up and i worked out with her and then um yeah it's it's been pretty sweet um the only thing is like you could tell my body um isn't really caught up to like the illinois like the change i feel like our bodies like kind of deal with the change and like for sitting for 30 hours in that truck um you know kind of made me sore in some areas um i feel like it it like can kind of you know suffered my workouts a little bit um because of the diet and because of like the sleep and whatnot um also buddy i forgot to tell you um so yesterday i worked out in the morning sam was working till 7 p.m yesterday so i usually get done at like 3 34 with work and um i was like you know what because i usually like wednesday mornings or thursday mornings i'm gonna probably be doing here I was like, you know what? Let me run. Um, so I actually ended up running yesterday 10 miles. Nice. How was it? Is it is it too much uh, sun right here or is it fine? No, it's good. Um, it's like the depth, you know, like when I come more in, it adjusts. It tries uh, to um, Yeah. Okay. Um, I can I can move a little. Yeah, no, dude, the run, um, the run was perfect, man. Um, my lungs kind of suffered a little bit because... I wasn't used to, um, I wasn't used to, uh, the cold air, like breathing that in. Yeah. And, um, my the lungs kind of hurt. What's up? The humidity too, probably. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of weird at first. Um, I did not plan out preparing to run in the cold weather. So I do have to do some research this weekend. That's my goal. Like tomorrow and the weekend is to go ahead and, plan a like a information session maybe with my brother because he's trained like all throughout the seasons and he's a marathon runner um and i'm gonna see like what he recommends but uh i could tell like i'm definitely gonna need like a some kind of hat because you know i have short hair um i might need some like gloves um i might need to run with like uh like like uh some leggings or um like some Under Armour type for like my upper body. Cause I ran in my short shorts and I ran in like a regular t-shirt and nothing else yesterday. And, um, 
it wasn't bad. I got like a 10 minute mile pace, but, um, you know, obviously I think I need more to it. And then obviously when the temperature drops a little bit more, um, I'm going to need more as well. So it wasn't bad. Like, I guess the good thing about it was like the hydration portion. Like I didn't lose a lot of like water and like electrolytes as I would running in hotter weather, but overall it was like fine to the point where like the water thing was fine and the hydration was fine. It just also too running in the cold, it kind of made my knees and my ankles kind of stiffer. Like I was telling Sam uh, earlier today, like it was like weird at like mile seven, you'd think your body's like warmed up. But uh, in fact that um, it was kind of weird because like my knees and my ankles still kind of felt stiff, if that makes sense. Um, and I don't know if it's my body needs to adjust or it's just the cold weather. Um, but yeah, that's like the only, that's that and like the lung thing, that's like the only problem I had yesterday, if that makes sense. Yeah, interesting, buddy. Um, but how's, how's everything going with you, uh, Roman? Um, I know you said you're probably going to cancel the insurance membership because Roman does it right now, which obviously the points are valid. Um, so did you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, so go I logged in I was looking at gyms and there's like a planet fitness in like Hyannis that I can go to which is like a like 20 miles away so it'd be like 30 plus minutes so it's like yeah. that makes sense because um the planet fitness that Mason and I my brother and I work out at is like a eight minute drive down the road and the other ones were like either further down Cape or like off Cape so there's really no convenient ones to go to and then I'm already thinking that I might um, get like another membership at like a bodybuilding slash powerlifting gym in town. Um, so that would kind of offset that cost there. So yeah, I'm thinking of probably just like canning the um, the Blue Cross Blue Shield like while on target plan. Um, I do need to go into there because I, I bet you I have a lot of points and then see if I can get anything um, from that. But um, yeah, I don't think it's working for me anymore. But yeah, and, and and it's fine too, like because you have equipment in the uh in the basement too, like so you're pretty set up more than like most people, like even more than me, I feel like, or around the same, but like like you have stuff too, just in case. Yeah, exactly, and that's something that I like. I want to expand upon that too. Um, so like my brother and I, we just kind of moved some things around, and we like made a little bit of like changes, but I want to get like I don't know when. Because we've talked about a couple different things. I do want to get an Olympic bar at some point, an Olympic weightlifting set. I probably won't go much over like 225 to start. And then um, I also... you can't lift it or what? What's that? Because you can't lift it or what? Exactly, exactly, exactly. I just messed with you. Um, and then there's... Weights are pretty expensive, man. Not... They're, like... They're like more than a dollar a pound these days. I know, I know. It's it's crazy inflation man um but um that and then there's a like an adjustable dumbbell set by iron mind that they'll do and they like sell out of it every single year i think they're like up to 180 pounds per dumbbell um but, like they just yeah it's sick so i want to i want to yeah, um I think, my, I think my buddy i think my buddy bought his dad that set or a okay. set similar to that um but yeah he said it was supposed to be delivered like february and it's still shipping yep so they, it's it's still not the best they sell out like every year and and they'll like they'll just cap it like when they sell out they're just like that's it no more um but i'm sure they're running they're running into like supply chain issues just like everybody else so 
Yeah. But um, yeah. I guess it's a great transition. So like what we're talking about today, how you're saying like, hey, kind of revisit and kind of revamp things and keeping that like newbie mentality and like trying to figure things out like on a day-to-day basis, even though you've been lifting for so long. Um, but why don't you kind of discuss like kind of what we we're talking about Roman today and kind of how, I guess that could be a good segue to like what you're trying to do today. Yeah. So, um, I forget where I heard this from first. So it's not like an original thought or anything like that. It was probably like Omar Isa quoted, quoted by Roman Long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think there was, um, there was like an iron culture podcast way back when it was like keeping newbie mentality or whatnot, but it came kind of back into my head. And it's definitely been something I've, I've thought about like from time to time, um, that it's like an, an important, um, ethos to embrace just because as, um, you get further and further along in like your career, um, whether it's like your job or like your lifting career, I think we can kind of like get set in stone and we think that it's like, this is the way that you do this kind of thing. So for example, it's like when I squat, I do this. And then if that's the case, you might not be able to pick up on some like advantages in talking to somebody who's like trying something new, trying uh, out different things, or just talking to like, like a newbie, like somebody that's like, you know, not first time in the gym, I mean, maybe first time in the gym, but like they're, they're early on in their, uh, their lifting career. And just seeing what their rationale, like, oh, that you, you do this form a little different than I've seen somebody else do it. Like, you know, why, why do you do it this way? And, and it might just be a feel kind of thing and it might work for them and it might not work for you, but they might explain it in a way that makes sense to you. And then you go ahead and you try it and you're like, wow, I got an amazing pump from that. How have I never done this before? So it, it's one of those things that I've, I wouldn't say I go to like all the time because you kind of run into this like this middle middle or like gray area where it's like you want to do things to a certain extent like progressive overload um dictates that like you standardize on a particular form you you stick to a particular program you stay consistent to that program and over time you add either weight uh, reps sets or a combination of all three so that you can continue to overload those um desired like muscle groups so that you can either gain strength gain um size in um the muscle bellies or gain an endurance in um the performance of the um the muscle so you can't do it all the time you can't always embrace the newbie mentality but i think that it is something that can is a valuable ethos to have like to allow that like that thought and that concept to um like enter into your mind and then say like yeah you know what i've always done um let's say laterals i've always done dumbbell laterals this way and you've never tried super range of motion lateral raises and then you try them and you get an insane pump in your side delt and then your numbers just start blowing up and you find that your progress is insane because you were capping your um your side laterals here and you weren't like developing let's say like the lower um the lower attachment points of your um, laterals as much as possible, or you just weren't sufficiently overloading them, so you weren't able to create a sufficient stimulus for the muscles to grow. Um, but yeah, so that that's that was uh, something that was like a thought that came into my my mind, and I wanted to chit chat with you about it, Antoine, see what you thought about it, and see if it was something that was of value to our listeners. Yeah, I mean, no, it's an awesome subject because I kind of I 
Well, I, I guess it's kind of different, kind of similar. Um, when it first comes like to mind with me, when you first brought it up to me, it's kind of like me coming back to Illinois, right? So like with my lifting, you know, I've been so um, strict, not, not so strict, but like, so like content about like, Hey, this full body thing, it's working for me. You know, I tried push pull legs. I didn't like it. Got back to full body, still loving full body. I love, I love being able to bench and then hitting like lateral raises and then hitting leg extensions. Um, but it gets back to the original point of me coming back and like, you know, there's a lot of friends and family here that I have and um, I'll be able to lift with or exercise with. And like some of the people like um, our friend Alex, um, that's a coach and a trainer, and he kind of does a little bit different stuff. He's actually prepping for a powerlifting meet. I don't know if I told you about that, Roman. Oh, no, that's not, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, so he's stepping away from mo mo most of the functional fitness stuff he's doing and he's got a coach and doing powerlifting stuff and like someone like him you know he reached out to me he goes hey and he's got a pretty sick garage gym and he goes hey come by like one of these days or weekends in the morning and like we'll catch a lift so to like roman's point like like it, it's not it's not like a bad thing to have that newbie mentality because if like say if you're you have that connection or relationship with someone and just because they're not doing the same lift on the same day as you, you kind of like make it work and be open with it. And like, that's something that like, I never really did because I've always been strict to it. I've always been like Roman says like that robot where I, you know, I'm trying to make as much most gains as possible. I'm trying to dictate this number and get it higher, get my numbers up higher, get my, you know, bicep inches higher, like stuff like that to the point where, I hardly did any of that. And like, this is the time too when I'm coming back is to start focusing on those relationships with those people that are like like-minded individuals like Roman and I, and who really want to just be fit, who want to be healthy, who want to be stronger, faster. So like, that's what came in my mind where it's like, hey, just because you're on that strict diet plan, strict plan, doesn't mean like you should blow off that lift with that person. So it could be, you know, it could be a person you haven't connected with in a year plus, or be a person you talk to every day. But see, the thing is, when you're not open-minded when it comes to that stuff, then I feel like you're going to give yourself a fault. There's times where, like Roman was saying, we lifted, I lifted with one of uh, our friends, Billy, back in Arizona. And, you know, how many times have you done a bicep curl, right? I've done a bicep curl probably since... I was what, nine years old, 10 years old. Like, I mean, bicep curl is probably one of the first things a guy or girl probably does. It's like a lift because it's like so easy. You could grab like a toy, you could grab like, you know, furniture and just curl it. Right. You see someone curl some, you curl it. Um, and I've, I've been lifting for what, you know, 10 plus years. And when I worked out with him, he, you know, he, he showed me like a, a stand up rope curl from the ropes and it was you know like you're backwards to the, the to the cable itself sorry this thing is like adjusting um has a hard time adjusting but um so so he and like i got like such a big pump and a big burn from my bicep area which i wanted to grow at the time and Honestly, I started adding and adding it to my training once a week. So instead of doing a seated dumbbell curl, which I usually did because that gives me like my most focus and my most like 
um, drive to that muscle group as a bodybuilder, I started putting those in and like, and like the pumps were starting to get unreal to the point where, holy cow, like I've been doing this since I was like 10 years old. And back to Roman's like main point is like, you're just so, uh, once you get so experienced, you, you become so open-minded to the point where like anything could be right, especially in the training industry, like anything could be making you better, you know, like just because like you've done squats, you perfected it, but you've never done like in a full range of motion leg press. And then all of a sudden like your squat feels better or your biceps rope curls. So it's like something like that is like so little, right? And like something like that is like so like out of mind and out of concept to like a lot of lifters. And that's where I took like the idea from. Um, and I'm going to stop there, Roman. What did you think about that? Is there anything you wanted to add? Yeah. Two things I really love what you said. Um, first thing is about like um, you were trying to do like a particular like push pull leg split and it wasn't working. So you went back to what was working, which was um, full body. And that's something that like if somebody's been running like like a pro split for a long time or a bro split, or they've been running like push pull legs and they think like that's the only way to run a resistance exercise program. And you're like, hey, yeah, like I'll throw um, arms in on um, a day that is like a light, um, like hams and, and, and calves day. They're like, what? Like, no, it's just legs. It's just leg day. But then they give it a try. And then breaking things up by including arms gives them like an insane pump and that it's able to like break things down so that they enjoy the workout more. And they're like, oh, yeah, I wasn't like dragging by the end of the workout and like absolutely hating the workout because I got to do some arms. I love working on arms, that kind of thing.